the Omega Just Talk. I'm Josh, and um, Zach and Gerard and Chandler will not be able to make it due to previously scheduled events. But these are our program coordinators, Mr. Farmer and Mr. Dante. How about them cowboys? <laughs> Evening, y'all. <laughs> y'all see what I'm going <laughs> Anyway, speaking of the cowboys, a narrow win yes, um, two days ago against the Houston Texans, 27-23, has us thinking, Will we re- are we really going to the Super Bowl like we say we are? We think that every year. What do you mean? Yeah. Are we really going? It's, it's no other question to ask. There, I mean, it's there is. How we gonna get there? Are we gonna take a plane or are we gonna <laughs> take a bus? But um, I'm only saying that because our starting right tackle Terrence Steele is out for the remainder of the season. That's just one Against, player. No, but uh, they the Texans somehow managed to take out four of our players for the game. There were there out. were a lot of injuries. I, I'm concerned. I'm tentative and hopeful. And confident. And then the Texans aren't like the the biggest, baddest, toughest team on the block. So but they were whooping. They they tore us up the other day in terms of injuries. That was a bad game for injuries. Really bad. Uh, that's the thing about when you play a team like that that has nothing to lose, and it's supposed to be a rival game for Texas, and and they come out and they do that. Nothing to lose. They played good all the way until what the last two minutes. And then Dak did his uh, 98-yard yeah, touchdown drive. Closest to Tom Brady impersonation. But you have to watch those teams like that. They're very, very sneaky. They have nothing to lose. And they want to make a statement because they play the America's team. So And on top of that, I knew I knew the Cowboys would come out flat. I, I was seeing it all morning. I was like, I hope they don't come out flat. They came out flat and got behind, and we see what happens. Then it was kind of a – once you let them in the game, it's tough. It's a tough road to hoe. I agree. Uh, but speaking of the Cowboys, the Cowboys have signed four-time Pro Bowler right receiver Ty Smith. Uh, he formerly played. He This will be his 10th year in the league. And um, for the uh, for the other part of his career, he started as a wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. Does this mean that OG, oh, what, Odell is not coming? Is that what this signals? OBJ, the Cowboys are still watching uh-huh. Because they took their tests and everything, and they found that he was not well enough to play at the highest level. Okay. Yet. Because, I mean, if, if you think about it, like, yeah, it was the Super Bowl, but it's December. It's only been a year. Right. It's, like, it's, it hadn't even been a year yet. Mm-hmm. Like, it would, ta- it, it would take a long time for an injury, like an ACL tear or something like that, to heal. So, I think he needs to give it a little time. And I think he needs to realize, dude, you're Odell Beckham Jr., a team will take you. Okay. No matter what team it is, someone someone will take you. So they need someone who can have an immediate impact, and they thought T.Y. could do that rather than Odell at this point. Yes. Okay. I, I can go with that because we do need someone to come in and hit the ground running. We got a caller that may think different, but if it's a hater, we're going to put a big H on the on the <laughs> table here. We'll take the caller. Thank you. Caller, can you hear us? Yes. Hello, caller. Hello, this is Vicky. All right, welcome to the show. I think she said Vicky. Cousin Vicky. Yes. Well, what do you want to talk about today, okay. cousin Vicky? Well, 
I would listen first. What'd you say? I'm listening right now. What'd you say? She's listening. Oh, okay. I'm listening. So you do you want the Cowboys to get Odell Beckham Jr. or do you you think we made a good decision with T. Y. Hilton? Smith. Oh. I thought it was Hilton. I think I like Odell. Okay, so you hoping he comes I'm on from the Texas? I'm not sure about T. Y. Um, but I, I like Odell. So. So Vicky thinks we need to go. You, you think he'll be a good fit in the locker room? He's had some issues in the past uh, with behavior. He he did well with the Rams, but every other stop he's had issues uh, that we've seen. He could be a total different person behind closed doors. But how do you think he's going to fit in, coming in superstar status uh, at the end of the year off an of injury? How do you think he'll fit in with that receiving group? Um, they're, they're, I'm sure uh, there there will be some rejection. But uh, I guess he he deserves the chance, maybe. I agree. I agree. Um, Miss Vicky, did you hear about uh, Russell Wilson's concussion that he uh, got during his during the Chiefs game that he narrowly lost? Uh, I did. I I heard bits and pieces, but um, um. Well, okay, let me take the fifth for a minute. Move to the next person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we appreciate you for calling in. Feel free to call back. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks. So everybody's down on Russell Wilson, but I'm going to say wait till next year. The guy's a future Hall of Famer. He has one bad season. He's getting acclimated to playing in Denver. Um, so – Let's see what let's see what he does next year. Let's and not then, give up on him so soon. And the thing, and I agree with that simply because of the fact he nearly beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and they only won because they somehow took Russell Wilson out. And if I'm correct, Ru- what Russell Wilson does not get injured very often. Mm-hmm. This is his first concussion, I believe, in his career. Mm-hmm. And how long has he been playing? What ten years? He's been playing for a while. So, if it takes that long to injure him, that means that he's not extremely prone to them. Mm-hmm. Which could mean that he, if he takes his time, he, he could orchestrate what he did against the Chiefs. But I think it's really sad that he, he got a concussion that a Chiefs player took him out on what could have been the touchdown drive to win the game. Because if you look at the clip... You'll see Russell Wilson drew back, ran out of the pocket, and was running up the sideline straight straight to the end zone. Maybe it was stopped about the five-yard line and hit his head really hard on the turf. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked like it hurt. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he got up, there was all types of turf still in his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, he was dazed. They he, gave it to him, huh? They, they really sent him down hard. But I'm hoping that he's able to re- able to recover, and I'm also hoping that he's able to recover his career because he's looked really bad this year. He's yeah. looked really bad. And I and and for a player like Russell Wilson, who's been a superstar for the past ten years, I don't want this one injury to just cause the downfall of his entire career. Right. 
I don't think it'll do that, but it probably it, it, it's it's always possible. It, the play, I think, will be the downfall before the injury will. Uh, I, he'll be all right. I just think they need to put some good players around him, well, some better players, and he just needs to get acclimated to being in Denver. It's it's different when you're playing in Denver than pretty much maybe any other city in in football because you have the weather to deal with, you have the altitude, so. Just give him, give him next year. Um, well, he's making it bad on himself, too. Bronco Nation, let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> hey, when you're great, man, you, you think great thoughts. <laughs> when you know? you're cheesy, you think cheesy <laughs> thoughts, too. <laughs> well, I know uh, about – so people have been calling the Cowboys frauds for a very long time. Uh, but I feel like that the team they should be looking for as far as frauds are the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> After taking two very hard losses, a loss from the Detroit Lions with, with, with may I remind you, not the best quarterback, but not the worst. Mm-hmm. So mediocre quarterback, mediocre offensive line, mediocre. So in all. A very mediocre team. Kirk Cousins in the in the may I remind you, ten and two Minnesota Vikings let the Lions beat up on them and let them win thirty four to twenty three. Well, don't sleep on the Lions. Yeah, now. yeah. I was gonna say, hey, that's what five out of the last six. Yep, it's a passionate team, and that's a conference, uh, well, division rival. And one thing about the Vikings, they can they they normally have. Uh, decent regular seasons and then they get to the playoffs and they show who they are so I don't really expect a lot from the Vikings when they look good in the regular season because they've proven to never get over that hump and been a Cowboys fan it's been what 20 some years for us as well but with the Vikings they usually look real real good during the regular season and I've just never have been sold on Kirk Cousins even going back to his Washington days Um, one day I mean one game he'll look like you know, a future Hall of Famer in the next game, he'll look like me out there, right? <laughs> so I'm just not sold on Kirk Cousins leading them to any anything other than the first-round game in the playoffs. And Detroit, you better watch out. Um, got a passionate coach, former, former Cowboy, former player. He played for quite a few teams, and he knows how to fire up his team. I think he's still learning some of the X and O's part, but – they're playing good, good football right now. So you better watch out for the Detroit Lions. You can't sleep on them. They're not as bad as people make them out to be. See, for sure. and I tell you what, better watch out for the Detroit Lions. I, I didn't ever <laughs> think I'd hear that said <laughs> in my life, in, in my entire lifetime. But speaking of teams that could be better or worse than you expected them to be, third string Forty ers quarterback Brock Purdy. Nearly blew out Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 35-7 to this weekend. I have to say, this might be the year that Tom... I don't think he should have come back from his retirement. I don't I, think he should have come back. I think I'm concerned as well, but I also think this whole divorce thing is not something to be over, overlooked, right? It's a major life change. Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah hey, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's rough. I imagine getting over that and dealing with that transition. And so we found out at the beginning, you know, the first quarter of the season that he was going through all of this. And we were like, oh, okay, 
now it kind of makes sense. So I'm not ready to write them off yet, but it's starting to look like there's some decline. But you also can't overlook the fact that he doesn't have an offensive line and all these other things. Team. So, I mean, see, and, and that wants to make you think, is it Tom Brady or Tampa Bay? Yeah. Is it Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady has always played at a upper medium to high level. Right. Almost always. Even when he's looking bad, he's still playing really good. Like My thing is, why did they make the defensive coordinator the head coach and not the offensive coordinator? The I don't think that makes sense. I, I think the coaching change is making more of a difference than we thought. I, I agree with that. But what do you callers think? Um, call us at 214-431-5032. What do you think? Is it Tom Brady or is it the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? As someone uh, born in this generation, I don't want to say that it's Tom Brady. <laughs> Every Super Bowl, I rooted for the Patriots. You did? Every Super Bowl. Why would you do that? Because they won. Oh, so you, you're a bandwagon person. I'm, I was a bandwagon Patriots <laughs> fan. I'll tell you that. But i tell you what. See, and the only reason I don't like the Patriots is because they let the Eagles win and get cocky. So. Well, we'll take some calls after this uh, commercial break and see what other people think. But um, I don't know. If you could do something at 45, almost as good as you did at 25, you're pretty special. Yeah. For sure. I agree. For sure. I agree. You can get the biggest in there back in the store if you want it. I gave them the drill, they set it up, I got them on it. I bought a new paddock, I had to watch so I took tones. Taking it, I'm gonna be up until the morning. That ain't your car, you just a loser, you don't own it. If I'm in the club, I got that five when I'm performing. If I can't just came in and all on Five's the Lord, cute, they all on I'm from Atlanta, where young. Right now, we're going to switch it right back over to basketball. I want to talk about the Lakers. Uh, now, I know that uh, towards the beginning of the season, I said a few few things about the Lakers uh, that LeBron no, probably I don't did remember. Like. What did you say? What did you yeah, say about the Lakers? Remind us what you said. Yeah, what did you say? Uh, I said that the Lakers weren't going to be anything this year. They're huh. not something to look out for. Okay, okay. But I don't remember that. It's a thing that they say. It's a long season. 
I mean, that's really all I can say. <laughs> Something's telling me LeBron didn't like what I said. So he's pulled his act together and somehow managed to bring the Lakers. The, yes, the Los Angeles Lakers, which were, what, 1-9 and nine at the beginning of the season. Uh, had one of the worst starts in Lakers history. I have to say that they, they really are, and it's kind of upsetting. I had to say that. I, I mean, I... For a team that won the finals two years ago, they weren't looking good. Uh-huh. They were not looking good at all. But I guess I got to give LeBron the benefit of the doubt for leading them to 11 and 15, which respectable. is respectable, better than the Rockets and the Spurs. So, Well, during this run, though, it's mostly been AD. He's been playing like the MVP. No, I see that, but... I know AD is playing like the best, but we all know LeBron is the leader of the Lakers. Yeah, he's the le- he's the leader, but when AD is not there, that's the it's a, it's a that's the one in nine team right. that you've seen. Mm-hmm. But when AD is playing, hey, they're they're kind of scary. They still need an outside shooter. So LeBron, he's ball dominant. He 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 likes to hold on to the ball a lot, run most of the clock out, and he needs somebody to kick it out to that's going to make the actual three pointer, and then AD can get down there and rebound, but. Uh, Got to keep AD healthy. If he's healthy, he's one of the best players in the NBA. If he's not, then once again, you see that one and nine team when he's not in there. I agree. But like everyone always says, LeBron is a great player. But as they always say, LeBron is something to look at. I mean, he's (laughs) he's never been the he's. What does that mean? He's something to look at. What does that mean? That means he's not the he's he's the one he's the face of the franchise, okay. but he's not necessarily the best. Not of the Lakers as of right now. As of right now, but you say they always say as if this has always been the case. No, but people Ron don't Ron. like LeBron because of his public image. That's why a lot of people don't like LeBron. Why don't you like LeBron? Because you you obviously have an issue with. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I don't have an issue with LeBron. I. LeBron, you trying, if, sound if like you're trying to convince yourself right now. LeBron, if you're hearing this, I, I promise I, I don't have an issue against <laughs> Let's you. Let's see what you, the caller is going to say. Though <laughs> we have a caller calling in. All right. <laughs> My name is Candace Lane, and I'm tuning in. Hey, Candace. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Doing good. great. Great. Well, first of all, let's just say this. LeBron is something to look at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Candace. If ain't Keep no it clean. NBA, <laughs> NBA without LeBron, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to back the young man up because that man knows something, okay? <laughs> so, Keep it clean now. So, so clean. we have to go into the, to the debate then. Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? LeBron. Uh, All right. We, uh, because, you know, it's just, honestly, my opinion, everybody has their opinion, but Jordan just showed me different of him, so I just cannot even look at him the same. Jordan, what? But LeBron, he's all for the people. Jordan, he's for himself. So, that's my opinion. Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan, the yeah, I think uh, yeah. You, if you're looking at it like all around, uh, who's who's best for the community and who's been 
out on the political issues. I think LeBron has been outstanding in that aspect. But if you want to keep it strictly on the court, people my age have, have never seen anybody do the things Michael Jordan did on offense and defense. And, yeah, he didn't speak out politically, and he sold Jordans, and now he's a billionaire. He he really wasn't worried about that part of it. And LeBron is probably, outside of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and, and Bill Russell, a uh, spokesman for the league and for our, our uh, uh, African-American race as well. But if you keep it strictly to the court, and I, I really don't like to even include Kobe because Kobe stole a lot of Jordan's moves. But if you strict, strictly oh, to the court, it has to be Michael Jordan, the, the greatest of all time. He blank was the greatest. He's no longer the greatest. <laughs> there has been some men that can. Candace, I'll hear I think you. in his time of age. It's all right. Him the you have someone who thinks the same here. I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. Michael Jordan is not the best anymore. Basketball was different then. It was different. Did they throw a ball through a hoop then? Did they throw a you, ball through I a hoop think now? We both know what I mean by different. It, players it, the biggest played. difference is they don't foul anymore. They don't allow them to foul. Michael Jordan would average uh, 40 points in this league. <laughs> sure he would. Easily. Sure he would. Easily. Sure Maybe even a triple-double. Sure he would. <laughs> sure he would. Yeah, the fact that a person can average a triple-double is ridiculous. There's no way you would have been able to do all of that in in the 80s, 90s. No way. No way. No way. Well, we're already talking about goats and all of that. Who's the best Mavericks player of all time? Yeah. I say Dirk. Dirk. They say Dirk. I'm going to go old school, and I'm going Mark Aguirre. And the reason I say Mark Aguirre is because when they were a friend, a, an expansion franchise, I think he put them on the map and he made them relevant. Um, so I'm going to go old school with Mark Aguirre. And he did go, not with the Mavericks, but he did win a couple with uh, the Pistons. Let me ask you this. So if Mark Aguirre had not made uh, the Mavericks relevant or whatever, wouldn't Dirk helping them win a finals later make them relevant don't you think that make them a bit relevant i mean they were at that point they were already relevant yeah, by the but time I dirk that, got there but it would make like i i bet that it would have like boosted it a bit more if oh for sure for yeah, sure yeah like if a team no one had ever heard of comes out and wins the nba finals that would have boosted like what people thought of them like 40 times more oh yeah for sure for sure so if you think about it if you, if if you want to use that argument Mark Aguirre did not cause the blow up of the Mavericks. Oh, no. He did. I mean, he did, but if it wasn't him, it would have been Dirk. So, but it was him, so it wasn't Dirk. Well, <laughs> I think the thing with Dirk, everybody uh took the ride with Dirk. Yeah. He he's a Mav lifer, right? So, we got to see him from from the the European uh kid coming over young kid to becoming a man and leading us to the uh, championship in, in 2011. So everybody took the ride with Dirk, and they Dirk's really a people's guy. He's like the people's champs of the Mavs. So it'd be hard to argue against him, anybody else being the GOAT of the Mavs. But Aguirre was there in the beginning, uh, one of the star players, but I don't think the amount of time he was there would, would put him in the GOAT status. But he was a great player, 
why he was there, but I, I just think he wasn't there long enough to be, you know, considered, a, I guess, what you would call the verses against Dirk. Now, so, I think, though, that w- let's see what Jason Kidd does as his head coach. If he's able to get them to a championship, then he, he becomes part of that conversation because he, without the championship as a coach, he has been one of the greatest Mavs. Remember yeah. him, Mashburn, the, the three J's. Yeah, yeah, they they had a they Jimmy, had a good uh, team. What is that? No, because I feel like if he does win the NBA Finals, he will be cast slightly above Dirk Nowitzki. Okay, because he's already one of the greatest Mavericks players exactly. of all time. And then on top of that, he wins a fi- he wins the finals as a coach. As a coach, so that's just gonna cast him above Dirk. All right, so we're gonna put Jason Kidd in the conversation. We're gonna roll with Dirk. I'm going to go ahead and let you have it and put put Aguirre in three slot in the All three right. slot. All right. We'll yeah, I, I think most of Jason Kidd was work. His work was outside of the Mavs organization. Now he's a Hall of Famer, but if you strict strictly stay to the Mavs team mm-hmm. and you look at Dirk's body of work with the Mavs, it's hard to argue against. It really, it really is. See, and that's why I'm not going to immediately put Jason Kidd over Dirk Nowitzki because Jason Kidd right now his work is as a coach, right? And he's only well. He, he had the first stint with the Mavs, and then he went off and did his thing, and then he came back and won the championship. But it's still, if I if I if I'm looking at it correctly, it's still not ten full ten seasons. And normally you base stuff off ten seasons in football and basketball. At least, hey, he, what did he do a decade with his team to be considered one of the best on that team or get his number retired? So, yeah, Jason is going to be a good coach. Uh, is he retired? I don't know. Is his number retired? I don't know how they, it's a little different in basketball. Um, I'm saying for the they, Mavs. Yeah, I don't know. I don't who think they it is. Retired. I think I, I know Dirk is, but I don't know who else, if any, one else they has. They retired. really had like the first super team. Um, well, not the first, but they had one of the first drafted uh, when they had Mashburn and oh, yeah. Kid and that was a nice uh, squad. Jimmy, uh, what is it, Jimmy Jackson, the three J's? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, Jason Kidd's uh, number is retired by the Brooklyn Nets, but not by the Dallas Mavericks. Right, right. Okay. Right. Cool. Um. So, uh, how do I say this? You know what? I know where y'all are gonna lean with this, <laughs> with this, with this one. But who were the greatest male and female vocalists of the '80s and '90s, and up against? The the greatest of the thousands and the tens. Wow. Who, who were they for the eighties and nineties? Well, 80s? I can tell you the the greatest voice I ever heard is Whitney Houston. Hands I knew down. that one was coming. So don't know why I expected uh, anybody else. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say voice, but to me, the greatest female singer in the eighties and nineties, I might have to go with Mary J. People knock her on her voice, but people feel her. Like she has that; she connects with people. So, so would you be able to go to sleep, listen to Mary J, or listen to Whitney? Because Mary J is gonna want to make you get up and dance. <laughs> <laughs> it it depends on the mood, because you know she has those songs also. If you're going through something, Mary gonna get you through it. So, so what's your who who is your person for the eighties and nineties? Yeah. I want to lie. Okay, so, so who is your person that, now that, that you're gonna See, put up against them? Your verses, honestly, for the for the two thousand for the two thousands, it would have to be 
either Beyonce or Rihanna. What about Alicia Keys, man? I mean, Alicia Keys is up there, but... I can't be mad at Beyonce. Our producer is saying uh, Sade. Sade's back with us, though. She's... Yeah, yeah, she's eighties, nineties. I, I, I definitely yeah, put her up. Yeah, she was cool, there. man. You, you go listen to her and just chill out and and do whatever. You know, she's one of those kind. But of it things. have to be either Beyonce or Rihanna for for that generation. Like, are you talking about who? Like uh, they say, can sing or just the entertainment part would be entertainment singing. Just overall superstar. So you think status. Alicia Keys doesn't have a better voice than Beyonce? I'm not saying that, <laughs> but I'm saying that. When I'm talking about the best, I'm talking about in terms of voice, presence, entertainment. Beyonce's hard to argue with. I, I yeah, can't. Well, yeah. she, she's she's I mean, got she'll, it all. she'll release an album every ten years, mm-hmm. and it'll gain more traction than someone can have in eighty. So, mm-hmm. okay, so you're talking about entertainment, entertainment, not yeah. just who can sing, right? So okay, you're okay. gonna put Beyonce up, and we're gonna put Whitney up. And we're going to see what happens. Yeah, she can't, she can't hold a counter to Whitney. Yeah. All right. Call us, what do you think? <laughs> Call us, what do you think? I know exactly where every single one of these callers <laughs> are going. I know what direction they're leaning. But I'm going to ask them anyway. Call us at 214-431-5032. Yeah, well, While we wait for we, our callers. Uh, we didn't touch the mails, though. Right. Okay. Yeah, while we wait for our callers. Yeah. 80s and 90s. So, so we talk. So I'm, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do two. It's, it's, he's not very popular right now, but you can't talk R&B without talking R. Kelly in the 80s and 90s. And then if we're gonna talk entertainment wise, then we gotta talk MJ. Let's see what the caller think that's calling in here. <laughs> And so now we have to nail it down. Okay. To either R. Kelly or Michael Jackson. Well, I, I got <laughs> He dominated the 90s, though. I, it's, it's hard. If you're talking about entertainment and dancing and everything, I mean, we gotta Michael go Jackson, Mike. of course. I'm, yeah. like, like I'm saying, in general. Mm-hmm. We got to go Mike. Who would you want to pay to see? Mike. As opposed to just paying to listen to. I guess that's what the biggest question is. I'd go see Michael Jackson. Yeah. I, I could do that. Yeah. I, I'd go do that. So, 80s and 90s, Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. We, we and got a caller still. Okay. We- yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I definitely I agree with uh, Brother Dante and Brother Farmer. Um, I would go with probably Whitney, um, 80s and 90s, and I'd probably slide a new bacon in there too, honestly. Um, as an honorable mention, who is that? Anita oh, oh yeah, 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 Anita. Anita. Yeah, I think I think she didn't have enough albums though. But she like wow, she was great. Yeah, but I'm just talking. About, I think her voice. Yeah, I'm. Oh, voice wise, yeah, yeah, you're uh, right, you're right. I just bought tickets to. She's coming next January, a year out. She's selling her tickets now. Anita, bought them, ready. Um, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You don't uh, call her. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna put. Women. And then, man, definitely going to put Michael Jackson. There's no competition when it comes to that. That's not even a, a battle to even talk about. I mean, if you want to talk about the 2000s and the 2010s, like male-wise, 
I'm going to get a lot, and I mean a lot of arguments for this one. But at the end of the day, he's about to say Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. I, I'm already <laughs> know where you're going with this. That was, that was, at first, I'll admit it. That's what I was <laughs> Yeah, going. I know where yeah, you're going. Yeah. But you cannot you have say. music in general in the 2000s and 2010s. I think, I think you know where I'm going, don't you? I, I don't say it. Who are you about to say? I'm not saying he's the best, <laughs> but you cannot have music. He's about to say it. Don't say it. Justin Bieber. Oh, oh man. You can't have music <laughs> at all. Where's the buzzer? <laughs> That's In illegal. In 2000, 2010, <laughs> I did not. You went worse than I thought you were going to go. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Drake. Where's the buzzer? Not Drake. Uh-uh, Justin Bieber went reverse. No, because he had one of the biggest fan bases that you could have in that time. Oh my you need God. to think about that. Justin Bieber. I'm talking, I thought we were talking I, R&B. Chris Brown. Oh, okay. Uh, so Ursa, if you want to go R&B, Chris Brown. Chris okay. Raymond. I mean, people Chris like Raymond. that. Said the Biebs. Yeah. The guy with the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Okay. So we need to nail this down. Oh, Chris we Brown are. versus Usher. Okay, all right. I, I think we get ushered, though, in our decades. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Chris Brown versus. I think if, if we're putting Mike up, because we're putting Mike up. You got to bring the best of the best. Then the only person who's going to possibly get with Mike is Chris Brown. So you better put you better roll Chris Brown out there. He's going to get trashed, <laughs> but you better roll him out there. Yeah, that's why I said Chris Brown. All right, against Mike. No, because there could be someone else that we're forgetting about. That could possibly go up against Chris Brown. I don't know who it is. What say you, caller? Yeah, sure. That's the only person you don't have a chance with against Chris Brown. Body of work, entertainment, it's only Chris Brown, at least in this decade and the next one after. Agreed. But do you think, you think how you think he's going to do against Mike? Oh, he's going to get slaughtered. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mike had grown men falling out of this concert. <laughs> All right. So, tell you what. Tell you what. So, we got to nail down for the 2000s. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mr. Producer, Bruno Mars. I'll hear you out. Oh, I will hear you out. I'll hear you out on that one. I can't yeah, Brown versus Bruno. Bruno Mars. Bruno's a good entertainer. Bruno Mars is more t- tens than 2000s, I want to say. No, he he just had the album of the year with Silk Silk Sonic. No, I, no, I'm saying Bruno Mars is more tens than two thousands, and Chris Brown oh, okay, is more two thousands than tens. Gotcha. So honestly, we have to put Bruno Mars and Chris Brown together. Okay, but we have to honestly. Bruno Mars is more talent. Ooh, more talent, but people <laughs> loved Chris Brown. They loved Chris Brown a lot more. I might have to agree with you on that. When you look at Bruno Mars's pen, the songs he's written. Okay. He he's written some some bangers for some other acts. I mean, he's written for Adele, number ones. He's done some stuff outside of his own stuff. And then he had. I I take Adele over Beyonce, (laughs) just singing wise. (laughs) She can sing. 
Hey man, she's not gonna get up there and dance and and do the homecoming and 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 whatever the line hey, dance or whatever. Homecoming was the greatest live music video of all time. Right, she's not gonna do I all that, it. but Adele can go. All right, so two thousands versus nineties. Chris Brown and Beyonce versus Michael Jackson and, and Whitney Houston. Houston. This, this sounds so stupid. Hands down. Whitney Houston and my guy, Why Michael Jackson. I bring myself into this? <laughs> the guy can moonwalk and sing at the same time, man. Come on. I don't know what I was doing bringing myself into this conversation. Me either. Me I either. I don't know what I was doing. So we, then we, I don't know what you were doing mentioning Justin Bieber in this conversation. Be, no, because you can't have music in that time period without Justin Bieber. You can't. Admit it. Admit it. The Bieber? What do you say, Colin? <laughs> Not R and B wise, but pop, but music in general. Yeah, he, he's got to be counting. Oh man, Bieber top, just like Chris Brown was. I think that's like saying we couldn't have music in the nineties without Millie Vanilli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they were there, but were they really there? Yeah. Did, did we? Like, could we have done better? You know, like, did we really miss out on something? I think maybe we, we gave them a contract when it was some more deserving people. You know, with Bieber, and, the and monkey guy, thing, come on. But, yeah. yeah. I'll so tell you what. We do have a, a, a one of the players that's going to play for a championship with the Duncanville, I think the Duncanville Panthers, that we're going to bring on at the commercial break. And we want to see how uh, he's preparing for the state championship game. We go to after this commercial. Yeah, life. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Tell me that you model if you ain't been involved Gotta throw a party for my day ones They ain't in the studio, but they'll lay some Rest in peace to Drama King, we was straight stunned Y'all don't like the way I talk, say some Gotta throw a party for my day ones Pull up and you know it's us, the bass jumping Y'all don't like the way I talk and say something My face for my day ones They ain't in the studio But they'll lay some Rest in peace to Drama King We was straight stunned If I let my 21 Tell it you Spin a block twice Like it ain't nowhere to park Smack the back side of his head Like he bark OVO for well We come out when it get dark 
And we are back uh, with our guest, fellow gent and future Texas high school 6A state champion, Jay Sean. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on, sir? You ready for the big game? Yes, sir. Now, who do y'all play? North Shore. That's the team out of Houston? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, I seen it. Was it 41-0, the last game that you guys just had? Yes, sir. After the rain delay? Uh, hour delay, you know, we came back out there and we felt like we had a set of tone. That's good because mm-hmm. normally that throws you off with that that delay. Uh, you don't be as hyped when you come back, but look, you guys are ready to do it. So what, what's the what's been the funnest thing you've done this year, on this, as far as the season? I mean, really, just we've been focused a lot lately. Like usually, past seasons, we've been listening to music in the weight room listening to music in the locker room. But now we cut the music out and we started focusing. Like after that first close game we had, we just stopped and we we clicked it. And, you know, now we're blowing out teams, putting up big numbers, and now we're in state. Okay. Would you say that – no, because would you say that there's a specific mentality you have to have? I mean, it's Texas football, one of the best, like, high school football state in the world. I mean, Texas high school football might as well be the NFL. Like, 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 you know you're going to see some familiar names mm -hmm. two years later. Yeah, for sure. So, like, we we just know that our other teams past seasons, they made it to state. We just felt like we had to set our tone. Because for us, it, you know, it's my last year. We have we have to hold that accountability. We lost to the same team three years in a row. So we felt like it's just time that we have to win it. I can see that. So so that takes me to, like, so what is the – if you had to identify a difference in identity of this year's team from the previous years, because this is your senior year now, right? Yeah. And so basically what you're describing is a change in identity. What would you say that change was? I mean, we we basically just started focusing the whole season, and we had some up and downs, but also we just reminded ourselves what we're here for, what our goal is, and at the end of the day, we was all banding together, and we was able to click it at the right time. Okay. Cool, cool. So it's it's been a long time, way before Josh was ever thought of, that I won a state championship back in Arkansas, home of the champs, Palm Bluff Zebras, nineteen ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the zebras. So one thing. Well, who's afraid of a zebra? <laughs> hey, all I can say is Google us. <laughs> Google us and see what you find. Okay. And then come back out the commercial break. But no, mm. seriously though, mm. when we were going through our our championship week for our practice and because everything looked different, we had um, to prepare. Monday and then no, the things we normally do on Monday look look different because it was championship week and Tuesday looked different and Wednesday <clears> and so on. So how are you how are you guys preparing this week outside of your normal routine and, and what does that look like so far? I know today is just Monday, but what has it looked like so far different that that's gonna have you ready for the game's on Saturday, right? Yes sir. Okay, that's gonna have you ready to, to bring that ring uh home. We really haven't changed anything. It's Felt like a normal practice today. We just got a little more focus, a lot of less playing that we usually do. Like, usually we'll take a break. We're not really taking breaks after one drill. We get right back into it. 
Like it's just normal practice for us. We take it, we take it like each day. Usually, it's like a long two hours, but today it was like a quick thirty minutes. We hit the weight room, film. Cool. Yeah, because here's the thing, man. Um, and I always say this, and, and if somebody was to ask me, would I want a million dollars or would I want to play in that state championship game again? It's going to always be I want to play. I want to be 17 years old again playing for a state championship one more Friday. So saying that, I'm saying to go ahead and, and savor the moment. Like be in the moment, but prepare. And when you get out there, do your thing because you, you're never going to get that moment again. This, this is it. This is the big game. You're a senior, right? Yes, sir. You're never going to get that feeling again. This is probably going to be the best you're going to feel in a long time. So you have to take that, take that, and and run with it, and then go out there and do your thing, man. We, we know you're gonna come back with a ring, cause that's the biggest thing. We want a ring. We want a ring. We want a ring. And when you get out there and you dominate, and you come home with a championship, man, can't nobody tell you nothing, at least for a month. <laughs> <laughs> and and what what position do you actually play? I play defensive tackle. Okay. Okay. So y'all have a, a heavy rotation on, on the defensive line? I mean, it depends on what team we're playing. Usually we have just the two starters play, and sometimes we'll rotate in at least two or three, depending on how the game goes. So you said you've been watching a lot of film. Based on how North Shore plays, do you think you'd have to put in more offensively or defensively? I think we have to put in a little more defensively. Okay. You know, coming from me because I'm a defensive player. I feel like we have played so many teams, but we never played a team with such a powerful running back, I guess you could say. They feed off the run most of the time. They they have a new changing quarterback. He runs a lot. So we just have to, you know, focus on the run a little bit more. The offense really, they our offense put up at least 40 points a game, 50 points a game. So, we just let them focus on themselves, and we focus on ourselves and try to execute another shutout. I like that mentality. I like it. Yeah, I didn't even connect the, the shutout last week. That's that. You, you all must be really proud of that. Yeah, um, we felt like everyone was talking about how the North Shore-Westlake game was going to be the winner of the state, whoever won that game. And we just felt like we had to set a tone. We had to send a message to the whole state of Texas that we was coming. Um, our running back, Caden Dorham, he really set the tone with his first two touchdowns. And after that, we just clicked on every every aspect of the game. So you said that um, you've played uh, North Shore three years in a row in the state championship game. Do you kind of know what to expect, but at the same time, are you ready for something that they might pull off that you don't expect? It's a different team, but at the same time, we we get the aspect of the game. It's going to be a lot more hype to it, but we just got to stay focused. Also, like most of the players that still on the team has experienced two of the three losses. So, it like the Hail Mary game winner back in. 2018, then the 2019 when our starting quarterback got hurt, and then last year, we just we just felt like it was our time this year, and we we just feel like we can win. So you've already played them three times, and this is the fourth time. Yes, sir. 
So, <laughs> and former knows this, it's a team called the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Went to four Super Bowls. And before Buffalo, it was Minnesota Vikings. Four Super Bowls, no, no wins. What are you going to do to make sure on your part that you're not considered one of the high school Buffalo Bills or Minnesota Viking teams? I mean, to be honest, we don't focus on outside stuff. We really just think about it as another pra- another game, another practice every day. Um, we just feel like that if we just focus on ours, we don't focus on the past games, we feel like we can get the win. North Shore is a different team than they were two, three years ago, and we feel like our team overall is better than their team. So have you tried to look for any, like, weaknesses that they could possibly have? Like, if you, like, like not big ones, but things that you could possibly exploit, like, to the highest point? Yeah, we have noticed a little bit uh, today during film, but we got to look for it a little more and film tomorrow morning and afternoon. But right now, we have a little bit of what we know we can exploit out of them. Excellent. Well, we're all rooting for you, man, and we'll be there to support you. Thank you. Uh, we, want all the, we want as many of the Omega gents to come out and support as well. This is one of our graduating seniors. We've had you for how many years? About four. Four years. So we've actually literally seen you growing from a boy to a young man. So... We're looking forward to supporting you, man. Good luck on Saturday. Thank you. And so after this last game of your high school career, what's your plans as far as sports? Because you were a good hammer thrower too, right, in track? Okay. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm just focusing on getting my grades up also. But also, I'm looking for a little bit offers. Whatever, whatever team offers me, I'll be grateful. And... If they give me opportunity, I won't let them down. Okay, so if we got any of our brothers that's listening, we got a young man that's made a statement he's willing to do anything to come and play college football. So we have several coaches in our fraternity and uh, even outside of the fraternity, they're, they're listening in and you got to make connections. That's that's the biggest thing. Well, Jay Sean, we wish you good luck on the – Thank you. Championship game, make the most of every play because you're not going to get it back. And 30 years from now, you guys will still be talking about that game and who did what or who made a mistake but or who did great. So just remember that every play is going to count. Uh, make sure every play counts. Make sure you take advantage of every play you have. And what is it, go Panthers? What's, y'all, what's, your, what's your motto? Shoot, I really <laughs> He's just, just win, baby. Just win, baby. <laughs> All right, we're going to go commercial deal. We'll, we'll finish up with our show for uh, this evening. Over everything to fill the void And when you're gone Will I have anything or 
See, I'm thankful cause I made it past my thirties knowing me. Still remember vividly the that pulled a gun on me. I'm petrified but moving like I got no sense of urgency. Pride making naked act way harder than he really be. Try to hide the shame of sin, cut off our utilities. Try to hide the pain of growing up in hell and poverty. Try to make a naked feel a way that you will follow me. Make it that flash a thousand like he hit the lottery. Make a baby mama make shit harder than it gotta be. Make you have to take the court to see your prodigy. Make you have to use your last resort and pull a robbery. Pride be the reason for the family dichotomy. Got uncles and some aunties that's too proud to give apology. Slowly realizing what the root of all my problems be. It got me feeling different when somebody said it proud of me. Pride is the devil. I think it got a hold on me. Pride is the devil. And it left so many R.I.P. Pride is the devil. I think it got a hold on me. Pride is the devil. are back so um do you all have anything that you all want to say yeah we started we started october 7th and basically threw you all in the fire and and every show you've grown uh, i know your compadres are not here uh, tonight but they've grown and you know, farming myself, we're not Omega gents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, that's some big gents. But uh, we we wanted we didn't want to leave you by yourself tonight. Uh, so we we do appreciate you being here and and, and doing the show with us, and mm-hmm. it's been a blast. So just keep continue growing and and get ready for the next semester. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we you. we appreciate you letting us sit in with you. Now we know how you feel <laughs> up here in front of this camera with this mic in front of you. Yeah, because this light is hot over yeah. here, man. My ear is burning up. <laughs> and, and you've been impressive, man. You've yeah. taken this on, and, and um, I've been impressed with your growth. So Thank you. We're looking forward to starting off in the new year um, fresh and continue, continuing that growth. All right, and I guess for the last time for a second, I'm going to... I want to thank our platinum sponsor for fall 2022, Sandra Easter, in honor of her grandchildren, Anaya, Lella, and Noah. Um, this has been the Omega Just Talk. Have a good evening.
you call me Nas, but the hood call me Doobie.